spread. <laughs> Dude, that poor bike. <laughs> it wasn't dirt burnouts, though. It's like the little dirt onto just one rock, whether it's... Wherever in your tire. It's like six rocks. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, dude, I thought when they came up and we're doing burnouts, I'm like, you're not doing a burnout. It's dirt. You're I not, didn't know you could do a burnout like that. Smoking mm-hmm. that much, dude, and there was smoke. It was, it was the rocks. The dude. whole camp out was smoked the yeah. fuck out, dude. All right, no swearing. Oh, my hell. Oh, That's not a real rule, is it? For YouTube, is it, right? No, just... Yeah. I didn't know that. What's just that song from Clerks? Oh, I didn't even know we were going right now. <laughs> we're otherwise. Going. See the counter? Oh, I see. See I the see. counter there, I dude? See. I got gotcha. you. Oh, live. that's that counter. Okay. Been live. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right. Here we go. This is it. This is the Intermountain D-Twin. What are we? A coalition group? Riders, man. Guys. Coalition yeah. sounds pretty good. Uh, whatever, whatever we are. <laughs> but uh, this is the Camp Out Recap Podcast, and uh, we've already been. There's a lot to go over. Yeah, a lot to go over. There's been. We've already been cracking up about the whole weekend. So, I mean, it was a wild, wild weekend. Uh, if you weren't there, you missed out on the event of the year. You I probably think. know by now from all the posts yeah. and all the buddies and yeah, shit. You know real. you missed out, but. Um. So yeah, let's just break it down. I mean, where do we want to start on the? We camp? start at the beginning. You guys left from Blackline. You guys left from Tucker. Which route did you guys take? We just took eighty nine, up eighty four, and uh, eighty up into Evanston. Um, when we left the shop, people were talking about, "Why are you putting your rain gear on?" I was like, "It's gonna get wet." Yeah. You see those clouds over there. <laughs> And uh, we got wet. That's for damn sure. The it second like we got on day, the freeway, as man. soon as that day, like the lights went on with the sun, there was clouds everywhere, and they were like circling. Some were huge, some were dark, some were light. I think we all knew we were gonna get just soaked at one point. Yeah. Wet. Way Did you wet. go the same way? You went up the canyon. We went. Uh, we just went down 12th Street to I-15. Um, over hit 84, and then up to up 80. There. We took Echo parties Canyon. up to Evanston, and on the way up, in the same spot we hit hail on the way back, we hit hail. The yeah. exact same spot. We didn't hit hail on the way up in that spot, but we were getting pounded on by rain right there. So we, I left at 1, so we, we were a little bit further ahead than you, and our pack was kind of small, but we rolled into Manila, and some of the Ogden crew rolled in too. So then we wanted to wait for you guys um, – as soon as we rolled into the Sinclair in Manila, I see a post on my phone, and it's Steve trying to get down the dirt road. <laughs> and I look up, and Steve's pulling in the gas station. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he pulls up, and he says, well, we better find a plan B because it's soupy. And I had knew, known at that time that the food truck was down there. So I'm stressing, you guys aren't here yet. You're on your bikes. I'm trying to text you guys. No one's replying. So we go down to the bar, and we just kind of hang out, have some drinks, and my old man's in a truck, so we decide to go check out the campsite. Because um, Steve was convinced no one could get down there, and there was no one down there. Um, and we had also heard from him that the, the wood truck who was delivering wood was stuck. I think long story, or after hearing it all, the, the wood truck was down the wrong road. We had some pin location yeah, issues. when we shared it, I think Apple and Google and shit didn't, it was moving the pin. didn't mesh right. Yeah. When we look at the pin on the picture I have now, it's right in the middle of the lake. 
But it's a pretty cool little screenshot. <laughs> so my dad and I go down. We make it about, I'd say, 500 feet down, and his diesel starts sliding sideways. And I'm like, all right, let's turn around. Let's just go back, and we'll regroup, wait for everybody else. And we're pulling out, and we see this truck roll in. And he, we roll down our window, and he stops. And he's like, I only stopped because you got Colorado plates. He's like, I'm cooking a bunch of – or no, we said – we said, we don't recommend going down this road. You might get stuck. And he said, I fucking have to. I'm cooking for a bunch of people tonight. And so then I'm like, Dad, that's the food truck guy. So we're like, okay, we're those people. He said, well, follow me. I'll get you down there. So it took us about a half hour in the truck of just like sliding. We get down there. He's set up. He has a whole tent. And he's like, you guys told me there's going to be people. Where is everybody? <laughs> so they're on their way in. They don't even know how, far, how hard I'm stressing right now because we've got a group of people up here. They're in a place that's impenetrable by mud. So we're like, okay, I tell him, hey, stay here. I promise we'll try to get people down here. I was like, God give, gave this to us, so don't blame us if we can't get down here. So we get back to the bar, and by this time, I guess, when I had left, everybody started booking Airbnb. So when I got back, there was no more rooms. I bet you everything was booked because the whole bar was staying put. So we went outside, and I started to see you guys roll in. So I kind of flagged everybody in the parking lot and made you stay outside. And we all rolled in together. Bryce, Blackline crew. I think the half of your guys' crew was there at that point. Half of our crew. We kind of all got a little bit at the Sinclair. mixed up. Yeah, we stopped at the first Sinclair. Some of the group went down to the second Sinclair. Yeah. yeah. So by that time, we had some of the people, and I made a little like speech of, hey, we're going to try this. We came this far. We're not just going to give up. If we don't make it, we'll find a plan B. And we roll, I think from that Sinclair to the entrance is probably like two, three miles, I would say five like, miles. Yeah, three miles maybe. So yeah. I'm expecting us to pull up to this entrance and kind of regroup, get off our bikes, and assess the situation. These crazy motherfuckers just pulled up to this road and blasted down this dirt road without even looking at where we were going. And it looked like a scene out of David Mann's paintings, out of Mad Max racing through the desert. Everybody hit the road at once. You got like four people on this side, a couple people on this side, and everybody just starts getting real squirrely. So you start going slow, and then somebody blasts past you, and you get all excited. So then you give it a little bit more gas. And then Jordan and some other dudes, Nat from Montana, hit the sagebrush and just start mashing through the thing, start hopping. So a lot of us kind of split off that way. Long story short, after about an hour, the first crew made it to the camp out. We had to remove a couple fenders at that point. Um, and then some of us kind of got back together, hopped in the trucks, and went back as support. And we were removing fenders because, front fenders, because there was so much, that, the mud, it was like clay, and it would pack in your front fender so tight, it would dry. lock up your front tire. Yeah. And so, so you would just be going along, and I would be like, you're holding your front brake. So Tyler we were was the first pulling front fenders everywhere. His fender was the first one to lock up, and Locked. it was just frozen. <laughs> Pulled so with I a- have pictures of it. I'll post it later tonight of Tyler's bike by itself with nothing for miles, just sitting on a log because he also snapped his kickstand in half. <laughs> yeah. So we were coming back up. We had, most of us had made it, and we were just trying to like pick up bikes and send people down the right line to get there because there was two ways into the campsite, and the one we had originally chosen got way washed out. So then when we got back up, your guys' crew rolled up, Woodgrain, Tony, Detox, and they went after it for like a round two. And they had probably just as much fun as we did getting stuck and, and, and getting all messed it up. It was a mess, but it was so it much was fun. It was crazy. Yeah. I'll let you guys keep going. But what I will say is we made it in, party for a little bit, and then some bad dudes rolled in in the middle of the night in the dark in the same conditions as we had. 
and they were just some monsters. Shout out those young kids. Ethan, um, what's his other homie's name? Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, um, Creed, him and his homeboy rolled in in pitch black. I don't think I could have made that road in no the way. I'll say I didn't no believe it. Way. For the longest time, we were all standing around the fire, and there's like lights way off in the distance. And we're like, that can't be a bike. We thought it was no campers way. and shit. Yeah. Like maybe it was a side by side, an ATV, or maybe a truck. And then all of a sudden, you see this, the, the, the two lights like go behind each other and like get wider. And we're like, man, that's bikes. We man. see one go like this. Whoop. <laughs> yeah. And we sat around the fire for probably an hour, and those lights just kept getting a little closer, a little closer, and like, then all of a sudden they're coming down the hill and we're like, that's two Harleys. Like, and it's not that far sure. from the camp out to the mountain to where, like the hill where you can see. Mm -hmm. You're probably, what, 200, 300 yards? Yeah. yeah but it took them that, an hour yeah. to navigate yeah. down that hill in the dark. Well, and if there's one dude to ask their opinion on that camp out, it's homie Ethan. By the time he got down that road, he was so <laughs> he was pissed, off, pissed off. He was done. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to even look at his These friend Chandler. These covered in mud. Yeah, pissed, <laughs> man. No fender. And I'd give it, you know, not even an hour time goes by, and this dude's having the time of his life, you know? Wasn't even thinking about that. Those two dudes that. party harder. Hard. They were anybody. singing karaoke. They, yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah. The burnouts, that was Ethan, homie. And dude was <laughs> when, uh, leaving the ride. When we rolled into Manila, Chandler calls me and he says, yo, people are getting rooms. And I'm like, there's not enough rooms in Manila to take care of everybody that we have with us. We had a conversation. He's like, we can, get, we can get a lot of people in all the rooms. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, no, dog. We were we, like, five, ten we, we people in a room, go. we'll make it. Yeah. We, we come out go. here to be cowboys yeah. and do cowboy shit, right? He, so. but he says, all right, I'm going to go look at it. I said, cool, I'll meet you at the gas station. All of a sudden, everybody's getting on their bikes. Hey, let's go. So there we go. And it was. And I'm standing uh, in the road when they pull up to the gas station. <laughs> like, yo, it was. Just uh, listen, hear me out, man. We're going to try this. It, I will say um, that was probably the shittiest, best time I've had on my bike on a shitty road. That was, that was fun. Honestly, Here's some backstory, at the end of the day, though. it was fun. The reason we had to get down there is trying to find a food truck that's going to go to the desolate areas of Flaming Gorge was a task. It That's took true. Bryce all of months to find a dude who would play ball with us and a dude who would, you know, we weren't doing this with a bunch of cash flow. So a dude who would take the chance, you know, on our word that there was going to be people that were going to spend money. So when we found the dude and he showed up and made it for the storm to happen and us not to get down there kind of wasn't an option. No, no, no. We had, we definitely had to try it. We definitely had to try it. And I, honestly, I think that him and his family that put on the food and everything, the food was excellent. They took very great care of us, and uh, they had a fun time as well. Yeah, they, they said it did there, work out for know, them, too. So and their name is uh, um, Smoking. Roping and Smoking Roping Barbecue. Roping and Smoking in Vernal. Yeah. Yep. Well worth it. The food was probably, it was top-notch. Yeah. Worth every penny. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. It was good food. Good people. Well, good people, and honestly, I think all said and done, out of... Kickstands being broken, fenders being taken off, bikes being dumped in the mud. Um, I don't think anybody had a, a, a bad time. I think everybody had a great time. And when uh, Jordan got high-centered and I was like, don't worry, dude, I'll just park my bike right here and I'll come push you out. What happened? I laid my shit in. I couldn't even pick it up. I'm like, Jordan, leave your bike over there. Mine's stuck. Please come help me pick it up and then I'll come help you get you out. You know, like it was fun. You know, those are, those are times and adventures 
I will say I've never ran over so many cactus in my life. But remember was, bunny hop and sagebrush. Yeah. But every hills. person you went to go pick up your bike, I remember a few people. This dude on a low rider, I was looking at his tail light, and I glance over and I look back, and I'm looking at his headlight because he just done a 180 <laughs> in the mud real quick. And I run over thinking, because, you know, this is a brand new M8. And this happened multiple times with different people. I'd run over thinking they're going to be pissed or be like, fuck this, let's leave. Who got us down here? No, these dudes were, Woo! as soon as they dropped their bike, they're picking it up. Let's go. Smile on their face covered in mud. And you kind of just knew right then. It gives me goosebumps then and now. Like, that is what it's about. We just cracked the code, and we are sharing that with everybody. And everyone firsthand got the experience of, like, and there's not a better scene in the country, man. I have yeah. never been more proud of of the scene we'll of Utah. We put our state against anyone acting like that, dude. Forty dudes didn't even think for a second to go down this road that uh, nobody, you know, stopped. no business, no business riding Harley down that dry, road. No. being dry, you know. And we did it with you know eight hours of rain on that thing. Hey, dry. Uh, that thing was kosher, right, Jordan? <laughs> oh yeah. We went there the day before. That thing was solid. Yeah. We I did the say, preparation. Well, we hit the road with the first group that went in. We hit the head of the trail with like 40 people, right? I can't even. 40 we, bikes. The words and then, won't do it justice of how just intense that was. I would say by the time we got every bike down there, we were like, all right. We didn't even start counting who dropped their bikes. It was who kept their bike up. Everyone yeah. dropped their bikes, yeah. dude. I would say there's probably only three Three. People. I think we calculated yeah, three, three people. Three people yeah. that didn't drop their bike. Homeboy on uh, uh, that Evo Road King. That Evo, old that boy. Evo old Road boy. King. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Eric. He went with no issues. Eric, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Damn. No issues. Uh, my dad. That was one of the coolest parts, though, is, and I said this before, whether your bike was like two, three, four, five thousand dollars or fifty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, you went down the same road. Sending it. You know, and you were in the same place experiencing it all together. And that is the kind of the coolest part. Dude, that homie uh, G unit. Uh, with Johnny Utah, he rode down that thing on full air ride. His full air ride show back. bagger, dog. I'm like, holy shit, yeah, but man. But they came down the next day. The next they, day. They came down next day. They didn't go down night up. They stayed in town. Yes. Those guys they stayed, yes. are part of the crew that stayed in town. I ain't going on air up that hill, though, dog. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Utah made it. Yes, he did. That motherfucker made it through and out. He made it down that night. He had a good time, too. But and that, then he went okay. riding Those the next day and then came back. They had a rental service on their tents and stuff, so that was cool. Anybody that wants to... Go halfway and let us take your camping gear. We're down with that. Best thing for me was like, so the first crew had rolled down and made it to camp. Jordan was in that first group, and we were still back at the bar. And I was talking to Steve and and to you know Stitzer and a few other guys that were at the bar, and they all had gotten rooms. And Jordan calls me. He's like, "Yeah, man, we made it. It's not. It's just the road's really not that bad. It's all it just good." Lights that fire. Under I'm just like, really? Like it's not that bad? I'm like, all right, I guess we're going. So like. I gathered up, you know, another 10 guys. And we're like, yeah, he says it's fine. He's like, you know. I'm you can like, probably see my face at the front of the road, dude. <laughs> this shit ain't fine, yeah. but it's cool. Oh, <laughs> we pull onto it, and I'm like, I'm this ain't fine, but we're going. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when I saw you, like, coming, like, running back up the road, and there were still bikes everywhere, I, I saw... You know, your bike's just leaned up against some wooden stump, yeah, and there's I, nobody that around. Point, I think like, I had shoved rocks <laughs> under it, just so literally it kind of looked like rocks a demolition derby had yeah. been going on. I'm like, it, no, it, the road's not fine, but we're we're making. It was it. like an apocalypse. People just trying to get out of town, you know. But I will say, you were talking about no one having a bad time. Nat, you know, from uh, Montana, 
with the FXR. Homeboy came so far down, and he was one of the dudes. You'll see him on the videos just mobbing Dual through the stage. Dual that brush. motherfucker. Just yeah. going yeah. with that wedge fairing. He was bad as fuck. So cool. First time I met him. Had a great time. And then he found that his front pulley was wobbly. His nut had came loose. We tried to fix it. Ended up doing more damage with the tools that we had. <laughs> Ran to Vernal, grabbed a U-Haul, came back, still had a good time. Well, and you homie know, Michael, so, you know, yeah. Uh, just to speak to you know the the togetherness of the group. Never met this dude ever. Gave him his truck. Gave yes. you guys his truck to go Michael to Michael Rogers was like to get a U-Haul. I said, "Can we use your truck?" He said, "Who who needs it?" I'm like, "My dude's over there." Yeah, here. And he was kind of like, "Are they still got my truck?" Yeah, yeah I, I preach for. Like, I give my word, they're good. And he was solid the whole time. Yeah. I mean, that and was that's the whole what it's weekend. about. Is people we were actually leaning in of like you're down. Together. I know what it's like to be down. I got you. Hell yeah, you know. And he took care of it. Shout out to Michael for taking care yeah. of that. That kind of made a bond between them too. That for sure. I think and there was a huge bond with everybody that was in camp. I think like you said it best, like in your blog, like. Uh, I can't remember how you worded it, but like there was this, you know, kind of rite of passage or mutual respect for everybody that you had to earn it to get there. That, that earned Absolutely. the, you know, that that rode down that road, made it to camp, and then just had a good time with us. And and there was no bad feelings. Nobody like got to camp no, and went to their tent all night. No, man, you we know, we were spaced out, but everyone was partying. Everybody was just talking about how gnarly the road was and how gnarly it was to get in there, how gnarly it was riding all the way up in the rain. And all we did is have a good time all weekend. On uh, you know, I had big plans of Saturday morning going out riding up in the Vernal, having fun, you know. We kind of knew we were stuck. Yeah, <laughs> but then it was kind of more the aspect was like, well, I mean, Everybody's already looking down on us. Shops plan this ride that everybody, you know, got but a couple scratches the most on of the their night, bikes. Yeah. It, it rained all night. night. Yeah. I woke up in a puddle. Yeah. It, it did. It rained all night. So we're like, screw it. We're just going to hang out at camp, chill. Happy got so on the water. The, the water was great. Everyone had all this sorts of crazy liquor. Your brother had a uh, liquor whipped cream. Yeah. They had little jello shots uh, and stuff. I didn't even God. know that. I started hearing that. I was, Paddle boards. We were jumping in that water. <laughs> that water was freezing, freezing but it was cold, so man. refreshing yeah. and nice. You know, that's another lesson I've learned from you know Joe Kidd. If you're gonna go that far, you gotta get in the water. You know, you went that far at least live it a little bit. You know, yeah. lay in the river, lay in the lake. Well, I didn't get go in get the it. goddamn water. I didn't. Get you will <laughs> next year. You will next year. I probably You'll won't. Get in all the year this year, you're like, damn, I didn't get in the water. I got enough water pools. with the rain. <laughs> no, you know, but I think all in said, you know, we made the fun of. It was like camping, you know, not just was, off the bikes. It was, we was were camping. camping it was like we had uh, trailers and trucks and tents and all this kind of stuff out there. You know, everybody's riding pit bikes and shout out to everybody that was letting everybody just ride their pit bikes, wreck their, their pit, pit bikes, bikes. Yeah. you know, destroy their pit bikes. <laughs> Yo, um, I think it was Murdoch that let me ride his, but we were straight getting it, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Bumping elbows in the corners, laying down, you know, I was missing gears. Homie Endo trying to go over, yeah. what was it, he oh, tried yeah, to jump the jump. keg. Yeah, so we started yeah. putting money down on who could jump the keg the farthest. Um, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian took the money for the most part. He just jumped in that thing good. But we put it way far. And uh, Homeboy, uh, I think, was I he from Vernal? I don't know who he was. He also. From Wyoming? Gunner. Gunner, he, yeah. He was also dude was on that, like, 175 <laughs> pit bike. He also was the one that rolled in. He uh, might have broke his collarbone on that thing. The, in the night in his yeah. trailer. In the night truck oh, and trailer. Yeah. Slid that bitch right oh, into a tree, him? dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And left it there overnight because he couldn't in move. the trailer all sideways. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I will say, next year, that's something going forward. Bring your pit bikes. 
So we're just going to keep compounding that. Building on Having, it. you know, the little tracks, races. We had one-hand races. Uh, we had paddle boards there. We had all sorts of cool shit. So yeah. Yeah, bring all that. We did one-hand races. Uh, obviously, there was barrel races. You had to run and up then, and get your bike races. Yeah. And the dude who was ripping his Dyna on that, bro, yeah. was sideways for the whole oval. I don't even know him, but he was sick. That was Johnny. Johnny, yeah. yeah. Johnny. Nasty. Cat. Just banging the limiter yeah. in the sand yeah. around that. I thought he was going to high side the whole time. Unreal, and he just unreal, kept dude. Yeah. Money. Balls of steel, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I Oh yeah, yeah, Tucker yeah, on his Tucker. bag, <laughs> on his road glide. I was like, "Hey, dude, I think your bag's gonna fall off the rail." And he says, "Yeah, it happens." And I'm like, "Hey," he says, "You got an extra clip?" And I'm like, "No, I don't have a clip for those. Yeah, Somebody dude, might. Cool, I don't know." Dude. I think all in all, everybody that came, they came to have a good time, and we definitely made it a good time. Whether you slept in your tent the whole time or you're up partying with everybody, you know. I don't think there was anybody that slept in their tent the whole time, though, which was cool because sometimes you go out to events or functions, whatever the case is, and there's always people like, eh, I don't want to socialize. I don't want to. No, we had to put people in their tents at the end of the night. I had to walk them away and lock them in there because it was time. You You need to go to bed. But I will say, like we said before, talking about anyone could come, trucks, everything like that. Thank God you all came with Chase Trucks. (laughs) You know, shout out my old man. Shout out uh, your lady in the van. That saved everyone. The mm-hmm. pop-ups to get underneath during the rain, say, yeah. the wood, you know. Bring you can have a lot of fun on bikes camping, but when you have that little bit of support, it just raises the whole bar of everything for everybody. Bring them back on those uh, younger cats that were rolling in, Chandler and Ethan. Uh, not only did they roll in at midnight on a soupy-ass road, but it was raining when they came in. We were yeah. all hundred, huddled under the Cold. tent. Waiting, you know what is what's happening, and they were trekking and these in cats on their bikes, have yeah. never tented off no. their bikes. They've never camped off their First bikes. Camp- I doubt like they've this, been on the you know? road like that yeah. on their bikes. No, no, I mean, no, a lot no. of us have been riding for a lot of years yeah. and never been on something like that. Yeah. And then the right, the way home for the people who rode home. That weather going home in Evanston was some of the gnarliest shit mm-hmm. I've ever seen. That was the sketchiest part of the whole weekend. Well, we're going to keep going back and forth, but <laughs> talk about home, weather like was some, nuts. I don't, I don't know how you guys were. We were in a small group. There was only five of us on the in our group on the way back. Yeah. We and we had dry way. weather Decent everywhere amount, except for like the two miles out, you know, on this side of Evanston. We, we stopped in Evanston. Uh, one, of the, one of the bikes needed to top off. I'm, I'm like, there's a storm coming. You could like, see we gotta get, a you could wall see of it. black. Yeah. And and sure enough, we get back on the freeway. You know we're gonna get wet. Starts to sprinkle. Starts to rain pretty heavy. Then it starts to hail. And then for us, it was just a whiteout, and you couldn't see anything. And then all of a sudden, we were still doing freeway speeds. We were probably still doing sixty or sixty-five. And we hit. It was like four inches of slush. Slush, yeah, and it was built up and on there the were, side cars of the road. Went, cars were off the road yes. because they hit it and w- were just. You know, sliding, going everywhere, and I thought we were all done. So, did but I. all five of us in our group, we kind of like there was a semi that blasted right in front of us and like cut like two trails. Just stayed in. The we trail. just kind of cut, you know, just dropped into those and like. But it was. I think we were the first group because we were about a couple minutes behind everyone who pulled off, and there was small car. There was both sides of the road people were pulled off. Yeah. The left side, a couple small cars and trucks. The right side, semis and trucks. And no shit, you look on the side of the road, and it's built up like the size of a beer can. And you couldn't really tell. You're like, that's not snow. But it was it's slush. slush. 
And so we're, we slowed down a lot, and we're just kind of creeping. My buddy Max doesn't have a face shield on his helmet, so he's riding like this because this hail is this big. Boom, 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 boom. I think we had some dents in our chase truck and shit. But it was, once you got out of that, because it just went right back to sunny weather, mm-hmm. like just a wall, boom. Kind of looking around like, oh, I got a puddle of water in my, in my lap with hail. Oh, man. When we, uh, you guys took off, and we all went to leave probably, what, two or three minutes after they rolled out, and Michael that was doing burnouts and everything, his bike was dead. <laughs> he goes to start it and it's dead. He's playing music on that. Uh, yeah, he was playing music on his bike and everything. And he goes start it and it's dead. And we're like, God damn it. So we sit there, go to jump it with a truck. Truck is not jumping it, stuff like that. We're sitting there letting it charge up, hanging out, whatever bullshit, and get a jump pack. Finally get started. I think that's what saved us because yeah, we got we heavy shape, rain, dude. but it was never hell or anything like that. I, we stopped and got breakfast at that town to. Right I feel like we came too. right at the end of that storm and we were like right in ahead of uh, another one and we were kind of like jumping in between the two. Mm-hmm. We got rain here and yeah. there. We never got hail. We no, never we got get nothing like heavy that. Rain. Yeah. I mean, the roads were wet, but it was not a uh, it wasn't hail slush or anything on the side of the road. So I'm thankful that Michael's bike was yeah. dead because <laughs> <laughs> Jordan <laughs> spoke me. a little bit about Flaming Gorge and how it's such a big lake that it just creates its own weather. But it truly does. Like we were just watching clouds circle us that whole. Dude, Saturday, Saturday was Saturday so was prime, dude, because yeah. like you had all these clouds circling us, dude, that looked nasty, and we were just perfectly sitting in the sun, having a grand old time, mm-hmm. dude. Primo on Saturday. Saturday was perfect. Yeah. Saturday was prime. I wish that. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, the roads kind of dried out by Saturday Let's night. See. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna Saturday take morning, this chance yeah. again." Saturday I don't know if morning, we were staying here two days or yeah. two weeks, dog. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was like we might be living yeah. here. <laughs> there was a lot of people that left, and then Saturday evening, we probably got just as amount of people that came yeah. in. Absolutely, yeah. party yeah. that one Absolutely. night. Yeah. You know, all the people that work at the dealerships and everyone who works, you know, Saturday jobs, they rolled in, and we had another party that night. But I kept Saturday, off, they, they kept came in, it coming in. And I was like. How was the road? Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> you look at some bikes, there's no mud, there's no nothing. It's not like, even you dusty. son of a bitch, you know. How the hell did you guys make it in drier than hell? But, I don't know. It was fun. That's exactly what it was supposed to be. True. Yes, yeah, and Saturday was cool because, yeah, we were, like you said, we were supposed to go, you know, do a ride, mm-hmm. go, you know, head out to Vernal, do the loop or we whatever. We probably still could have. But, but we made the best of it, and chilling. I think it was... Uh, Saturday was a blast. I mean, you know, food, uh, you know, just pit bike racing, you know, jumping in the water, people just having a good time. I think everyone really, like, relaxed. If you go on a ride, you still kind of have to be responsible and whatnot. But there they knew no one's coming for us. We don't have to go nowhere. People just started letting loose. Once everybody, like, you know, Saturday morning, once everybody was like, you know what? We're just staying in camp. Everybody's just like, cool. We're in relaxed mode. The other people thing hanging out. Naps. It gave, uh, you know, it gave all of us the time to like actually connect with people yeah. and have the conversations and not have to be so much about structure and and ride this or bike this or whatever the case is. It was more of like, who are you? Where are you from? Yeah. What Nobody even hung around the bikes. About this, you know, like we weren't talking about bikes at that point. We were talking about everything else other than bikes we're talking about life and that that was honestly cool to me because i got a bullshit with tony for a while and actually like learn who tony was he's not just tucker speed he's 
an actual person as well. So that was cool for me to be able to uh, make these connections that I hope better my personal self down down the road, you know. And that wasn't really even the plan either. No, not you know? at all. But everyone got off their bikes and didn't even want to touch the goddamn thing. <laughs> so people parked their bikes and we didn't even go chat about bikes or anything. Everyone just hung out and drank and ate yep. and didn't even want to think Chilling. about it. Yeah. You know, there's a... I wasn't able to make the event and I'm feeling left out probably like everybody else listening to this thing. I'm like, man, I wish I was there. This is such a good time. I had to do a bunch of events, but next year, I'm not going to miss it. It just sounds like an epic event. So let's talk about next year. So thanks to the sponsors, thanks to the t-shirt buying folks, we are going bigger and better next year. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll still plan for the first weekend of June. Um, we're going to try to lock down between now and then, you know, kind of a bigger a and better place, a little bit more amenities, but still out there and far enough that you still have to earn it. You know, you still got to kind of earn your stripes still to get out have and hang fun. out. We're not going to do a 20, 50, 100 mile trip, you know, just yeah. get on the bikes. Let's go ride to somewhere that not a lot of people have been on top of that too, you know, and even maybe somewhere that we haven't been. Mm-hmm. And you have a year's notice now. So you can tell your ladies, tell your work, tell everybody, you know, you are not going to be around that weekend. Um, the other date you need to put down as of now is the last weekend of September this year. We are doing Intermountain V-Twin Coalition Ride to Wendover. So all three of the shops are getting together, and we are going to have a, a place that you take off from and then come and party with us in Wendover for the night and ride home. And it's easy. It's late. That, you know... This idea is brand new for us, so we're just getting it. But it's just another come ride with us and hang out with us. True. That's it. That's all there is to it. Yep. No, you know. No motives, no agenda. Nothing. You know. Well, it's a great way to get to know your local shop on a different level outside the shop. For sure. I mean, not even just the shop. I would say meet people that are into this same kind of stuff. Um, there, there were so many relationships brought together through the camp out and dudes that I thought we broke this weekend and they went out and bought a brand new Harley, yeah, you know, the true. second they come They're back, you know, the next we day, have those the next day. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it brought connections outside of ourselves. Um, and we had people roll up solo mm-hmm. from Vernal, from everywhere. And dude, our homie Rafe has place. never ridden outside of state lines. And this dude went solo down that road. All the way to Flaming Gorge, and I, I was blown away. Couldn't I did not think. I for thought one he was second. coming home. I, I I honestly thought he was coming home, selling his bike, saying, "Fuck this, yeah. it's not for me." And then it was like, "Well, guess what? I bought a brand new soft tail." I'm like, "God damn, that's what it's all about." <laughs> that whole yeah, thing is what it's know? all about. And I'll say this: if you if you come alone to these events, you will not have to ride alone anymore. Like mm-hmm. if you really come in and it's lean true. in and talk to people at one event that we throw. You'll have riding plans every weekend for the rest of the year if you make these connections and you and you you start these friendships. Mm-hmm. It's going to come to a point where there's not enough weekends in the year. Yes. Whether that's just a riding season or, oh, hey. Uh, it's, that's cracking the code. You know, it's February and we're going to Cali. God damn, dog. You know, it's barely getting back to riding, you know. But, it's but on it the is. Wendover trip, you know, no agendas, no motives. We're going to meet up, have breakfast, ride out. We will do a pre-sale of T-shirts again, um, kind of event-related. But other than that, we just want you to come out and have a good time with us. It's not a real far ride. What it's is a it? real easy Maybe ride. It's like 145 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, easy. And we're going to try to 
figure it out. Chandler's going to take care of this, hopefully, that uh, he can get in touch with the hotels and maybe get a discount code or a group rate or something that we can all book together and stay together and hang out together. Um, There's only a few out there, so whoever that, wants to play ball yeah. the most will play with us, and you know we'll go out there. We'll con try to contact Deep Harvest, anyone out there that you know has a connection, hit us up. Because we just want to go out there and you know raise everybody up and have fun and make connections. And Do no dirt roads. Thing, yeah. so no yeah, dirt roads. You guys ain't got an excuse. <laughs> you bike stay clean the whole yeah, time. You can shower. Put your new fresh dry socks and underwear on. So yeah, there's no to reason the nines, to not. And you're riding out there. I want to see you hit the hit the Steve, casino floor I'm gonna wear to tux. the nines. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> tux. Come out there in a real nice get up. Honestly, I mean, I think Wendover is more of the aspect of like. Everybody's slept in a hotel, everybody's rode, everybody's done everything, but it's more the point of just getting together, having fun in a completely different atmosphere. And when you come to Wendover, you do what you want to do. And, great and you're still crossing state there. lines, man. Absolutely. So you get out of town to have fun with your friends. And, like, yeah, you can hang out in the hotel, but come down and, and hang yep. out. There's so much cool stuff to do. I think the coolest thing for me is uh, the the no agenda no motive we don't have anything it's you know because and i'm not talking bad about all the other rides and events that happen all year but you know it's like a poker run a you know ride you know charity ride or whatever it is like and those are great and they have their place and everybody should go do those things too but this is literally just show up and ride with the shops ride with a group of people and just have a good time and that's all about it's just to have a good time. It cuts out all that bullshit. Like, for once, we Everything. get to be the charity. Yeah. It's about us as the riders and just having a good time. Absolutely. And that's what yeah, I think is the coolest part. Nobody's making any money off yeah. this. No. We're just having a good time. It's, it's not about the just money. just about having yeah. a good time. And it's on, you know, it's by design. We've talked about the charities. We've talked about all the, you know, poker runs and stuff. But we don't want that. We don't want to create more things for more people. Just get on your bike, make it real simple. Get on your bike and ride to Wendover with us. But check get a this room out. and hang out. And then Go. when we get there, just yeah. come over, talk to Park Chandler, your bike talk to the, and come hang you know, out and say guys. hi. The more the more people that come, the more we can make this event better. The more we can put into these events, whether it's a camp out or this Wendover ride, or maybe next year we'll do something else. Whatever the case may be, the more we can put into that to facilitate everybody's needs wants whatever the case may be so it's just one of those things that like scott said we're not trying to take money out of this it's we're trying to put back into the community to get people out just to ride and go out of state lines we're or just trying really hard lines, to hang ride. out with you guys well, and it only happens with you guys it don't <laughs> it don't yeah, grow sure. unless everyone puts their hand in, the, yeah. in and and does it together we can just go do this by ourselves but we just want to do it with everybody else yeah. too. Well, you know? the biker community does so many events. I mean, we do almost 300 events a year for this this charity or this charity or this charity. And I love all of those charities, but this is just for this is just for us. This is just for bikers. This is know? for the independent shops. Yeah, I'll, I'll emphasize on Hell that. Yeah, absolutely. The dudes that. Are because, probably the most yeah. passionate about this community in northern Utah, right? People that are or living anywhere. it, day to day living yep. this stuff, yep. and and then sharing that passion with the people who ride, and that's what it's about. It, you know, the Intermountain V Twin Coalition is a bunch of dudes who are working for themselves, and they're working in this because they love it, not by accident. 
You know, yeah. we're, none of this is, is by accident. We've all intentionally made these decisions to do what we're doing. And, you know, it, it benefits everybody, but it really benefits the, the common rider in Utah. You know, you, you get the option of going to a place that has you know, the same expectations and the same outlook on things without having to fight through the bullshit of a corporate America. So, you know, we don't, we're not just all doing this by mistake. And it's the same thing with our events. You know, we are out here trying to hang out with you guys, trying to provide a service for people that, that want something better. Yeah. I, I think... Go ahead. Oh, I, no, you go ahead, dude. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say that I think that that feeling is tangible at our events or any of our shops. You know, you go in that and there's a feel in the atmosphere outside of some of these other events or shops. Um, I, I think that our drive sells itself. We really don't have to do much more than uh, love this like we do, and people are going to cling to it yeah. because they see that in us, you know? Well, I think that's true because I, 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 have, I get that feeling from, from Chandler, and I get it from you guys. Like, you don't need to do much because I, I see that your guys' passion for what you're doing is enough. It gives me that feeling of, like, these guys – are the real deal they they love what they're doing they're proud of what they're doing um you know they care about the riders they care about the community and uh and i think that the customers can feel that as well yeah and and we're just trying to share that passion with mm-hmm. everybody else and that's why we want people to come be a part of it we just want to share that passion with everybody i think from what i can see is you know in my in the years past coming into the industry, you're kind of trying to navigate, or coming into motorcycling, you're trying to navigate where you fit or where you ride or what you do. And there's so much judgment or kind of clicks here and there, or you got to do what people say. And it took a long time for us to find the mentors or to find out about the things that happened in the past that are sharing. You know, there's always the old boy who wants to share the stuff that he used to do or share the tips and tricks. But then there's the whole scene who wants to just kind of gatekeep it. All we're trying to do is just kind of sick the bug onto people that we found, that people have shared with us, that we're trying to share with everybody else. It's like, hey, you know, life gets rough. Life, you know, there's always something going on. But if you can have these events and have these people around you that are doing the same things that are also just blue-collar workers, you know. And it doesn't even matter. Wherever you're at in the, in the scale, you're, you're doing the same thing as we are. But we never had that luxury. As, as young dudes with that passion, we had to really fight to prove our love for this to all these old boys that are like, who the fuck is this 21-year-old dude? If you show dude? up at their event, you got to buy all their shit, yeah. you got to pay for their ticket, and they got to shove it down your throat. And you're like, dude, I had to borrow money to get gas to go mm-hmm. on this trip. I can't buy this entry to go on a ride with mm-hmm. you. So then you're kind of leaving late to hop up on the ride with them and stuff because... That's not what it's all about. Like, if you need, to, if you want to make this trip, you let us know, and we'll make this trip for you guys. We have built that to where you, it yeah. is easy to get in this scene. It does not matter who you are or where you come from. I feel like there's a place for you around here, and it, it wasn't that way when we were getting into. We got this. people at your shop. We got people that hang around us that don't even have bikes right now. Yeah, that are still locked in on what we're doing mm-hmm. and still a part of everything mm-hmm. that's going on. And it's a lot bigger than the things that we ride. You know, I don't care what you ride or if you ride, but if you're into this and into the same passion, you're in, you know, and there's no reason to exclude anybody. And there's no reason for any of that 
kind of big brother mentality that we've kind of all faced our whole careers going mm-hmm. through this. Well, there's so many people who, who move to the state and they walk into one of these shops and they're instantly family. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they find their, their home. Mm-hmm. You know, and they find the community and, and, and then they, they just find their home and love for motorcycles. It don't matter if you're on a, a pit bike or a yep. $100,000 Harley, you still love the exact same. And that's exactly what these whole events are about. It's just getting us all together, doing the stuff we love doing. And like Tony said, like, I feed off of you guys, feed off of you guys, and seeing, you know, your guys' progression, we're all kind of just, like, pushing the limits as far as we can go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. And I appreciate what you guys have done kind of bringing Hoggis into this because, as some of you may know, we're not really built the same. You know, you guys have some very successful shops that are rolling, and I really look up to what you guys do. And, and Hoggis were kind of, you know, early grassroots growing and doing a little bit different realm of things, you know, a little bit different way. But we're all coming together and sharing what we love with our whole community. And I will put our community and I will put these shops pound for pound against anyone anywhere. In terms of riding, I'm not saying, you know, we outride everybody, but we might. But we are out here every single day. Doing you know, it. we're out here texting each other at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night about these stupid, you know, you got a jet, you got this you got we are out here doing it all the time there's nothing else we eat sleep and breathe it you know tony drives his whole shop across the country to race on these events that's not lucrative you know it's not something that's really paying the bills but it's passion and i feed off of that your guys's builds i feed off of that and so if we can all do that as a community we're going to be something dangerous unstoppable dog unstoppable I'll let I'll get off my soapbox now. (laughs) I mean, I'll add to that because I think, you know, we're big as far as a big nation. There's a lot of motorcycles. There's a lot of everything going on um, across the nation. But I will say, like, I get people coming in all over the place saying, Utah's grown. The scene in Utah's wild, you know? Like, there's a lot of people, and it could be from a stunt scene just to a camp out to shops to a ride out you know like that's just a big thing that's growing here and i don't even think it's necessarily growing here i just think it's now becoming a a point on the map that hey we should stop here or it's dudes have been doing this absolutely doing this we're just coming so together honestly there's now, so many yep. people doing badass shit here and it's just finally like hey we're a there family. you see, you know, the swarm, and then you've got yeah. our camp out, and then you've got this, you know, and you've got, uh, we're growing these international events, or these national events. Um, and it's every realm, dude. Our chopper scene here is heavy. Mm-hmm. I think the speed. biggest thing, too, mm-hmm. is like, at least for us sitting here, we've been on the other side of the script, and it was so driven that there's a, a nail or a line in the sand saying, hey, we're here, not there. And now you're on the other side of the line and you're like, there's way more to offer than what we were given at that point in time, you know? And now it's about coming together and sharing these great times, these great memories, these great events together and making it to where it's not the entry fee. It's not the, oh, you gotta do this or this or this, or did you get your flag here or whatever the case is. It's show up or ride out have a fun time, and we'll ride back. Whichever way you make it, there, great. You're there. You're going to have a good time. That's what we're about, I think, as far as the Intermountain. Well, Bryce is, is talking uh, about a line. There is a line, and we're on this side of the line. And yep. 
at our camp out, there was some people from this side of the line that came out and partied with that us. They loved it. And they are our family as well. And Absolutely. for anybody, you know, most of those people on the other side of the line, they don't even ride or pay attention to this industry or give a damn about anything going on. But for anyone that's watching or anything, if you're in that world, you are more than welcome to come to our shit. Without a There doubt. is nothing. We don't hold the same precedence as others. You are still welcome to our shit. You're still welcome to ride with us, be with us. Without a doubt. Well, I, I mean, all of us sitting here. We all came from something. We're on the other side of that line at one point, yeah. right? Yep. And, and there was no. And then, so, then all of a sudden, you know, for each one of us, uh, a light went off. And uh, we figured out that that wasn't how it's supposed to be. It's not you know Harley's. I mean? That's not where Harley started at. That's not how Harley's came to be how big they are, mm -hmm. you know? I'm just coming down came, it's not being a good man. Like, it's not being a person with integrity. But the reason why passion. Harley's have that... Uh, I guess you ride a Harley, you have that, uh, the passion that falls behind that motor that you're riding. It's because of all across the nation of the people. Because of the men before things. us who Absolutely. built that idea. Absolutely. You know, it's the people who were in these stores and in these dealerships years ago that you could ride across the country. And if something happened and you needed to roll in, they had the parts on the shelf. Mm -hmm. No matter how old your fucking bike was, they've got that. They've got the time, you know, if you're, if you're rolling through, you've got first priority. They take care of their locals. They take care of, you know, everything going around. And that is not the case anymore. That's why we're around. Yep. So that when you're rolling through town and you have something, you know who to call. When you have something that's important, you know, I, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. You know, there's, there's a reason we're here and there's a reason well, I would that say that it's changed. still out there, dude. We just, just recently had a uh, homie... Going through Panguitch, blew his rear tire out, and calls us up, dude. I'm I'm blown out on the side of the road in Panguitch. Don't know what to do. Homie Steve picks him up off the side of the road, spoons his tires for six hours in his fucking garage, and gets him back on the road just because he was a fellow biker that mm -hmm. we knew, you yep. know. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, it's out there, and I feel like in Utah, it's way more prevalent than in these other bigger scenes. We're just shedding light. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Which is awesome. And we're fortunate to have a place like this. You mm -hmm. can look in any direction and have amazing riding. Any place from Brigham City to Santa Quinn, you've got, you know, decent support in terms of shops. There's no excuse. Get a bike, no matter how cheap it is, and come experience it with us. Mm -hmm. You're on the side of the road. We'll be on the side of the road with you. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, we lived in Phoenix, and that's huge scene out there, you know. Everyone's on bikes. Um... But if you were tight, broken though. down on the side yeah. of the road, you weren't going to have another buddy. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're shit out of luck on the side of the road, you know? And here is, it is not that way. You know, this scene, I wouldn't trade this scene for anything, man. And the stunt scene, too. I mean, that was really not even something that was shed light on at the camp out. There's just no way of really doing that. But kudos to our people here in this town. Kudos I think that's to been you a guys big, for being the backing on the Hive crew. I think that's been a big part of Utah coming up, honestly, um, is really that good stunt scene has, yeah, has really blown up, and it's brought a lot of light into Utah um, that wouldn't be here otherwise, for sure. And for all the people who are came into Harley's through wheelie videos, there is another side. You know, that shit's cool as fuck, but if you don't feel like you're skilled or equipped or have that the financial things fuck, for dude. it, yeah, that's, it's difficult and it's not cheap. You can still come be a part of this, you know? Get on whatever you want. There's cheap gold wings all over the place, sportsters. <laughs> I could give a 
damn less of what you're doing. Just come. Ride in with everybody. Hang it out wouldn't have mattered at the camp out what they wrote in on. Yeah. You didn't even know what they wrote in on, you know? Shit. Uh, Saxon wrote in on that Yamaha. It's the coolest bike. The he was pretty, man. He <laughs> just that was the most quick bike of this whole yeah. thing. He was chilling. He didn't have a worry in the goddamn day. He told us, he's like, hey, I'm going to go rip this thing around in the dirt roads. Sax Media, another bitch, pillar yeah. of Intermountain B Twin, yeah. can't be here tonight, but he was at the camp out stunting on all of us on an adventure bike. <laughs> Dude, chilling. <laughs> yeah, we'll put him right here with a yeah. smile. <laughs> chilling oh, on that man. thing. Making me feel like a fool, dude, watching me just freaking on ice skates, you know, while he's chilling. I, I mean, he was chilling in overalls all yeah, weekend. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said, what are you, what are you doing today? He says, I'm gonna go ride this bike on these dirt roads. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. No, these woods. Yeah, god damn. No, I think it was cool. I think we had a lot of fun, and that goes to show you it doesn't matter what you ride. Come out, have fun. Yeah. Thank you to all the sponsors. Thank you to all the people who supported sponsors it who came huge. out. The sponsors food. helped out a ton. The sponsors food. were huge. Fu- food was huge. The wood guy. Uh, wood guy getting out there, man. Wood guy. I was getting really relentless. When I seen him, he was covered in mud. He showed me pictures of his truck, and he still made it out and got us a fire. He was trying to, like, ditch his trailer and he leave did wood. For a while. Yeah, like, haul- he was hauling wood in the back of his truck But or even this, dude, too. on the way up there, Jordan had texted me earlier in the day, wood truck guys broke down. On the way up, his truck broke down. Oh, I didn't even so know he still that. made arrangements to get the thing out there. So shout out, we Carson, really appreciate Carson that. worked damn hard to get that wood out there. So kudos to him for for making that happen. I was uh, talking to uh, the dude that was in the passenger seat. I forget his name, but he's like, we hooked up to the trailer and we were heading up the road, and it was just hold on because we were slamming this rut and this <laughs> ditch and just truck was bouncing everywhere. That old Ford did some work. Just pinned. Oh, yeah, dude, just slam, and he's like, that was an event. That's goddamn, yeah, it was an event getting that wood out of where they were stuck at. Yeah, thank I don't you even know them. where they were. I don't even know where they were. They're like on another road down. Oh, were they? A bunch of people went the wrong way. You know, shout out Stu. He went there real early, went to the wrong place. <laughs> we love you, Stu. You're still a part of this community, and you made it there before everybody just went the wrong spot. <laughs> he Full set, set up. up and everything, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, set up, ready to roll. Set but up, he still changed spots and came and partied with us, so yeah, kudos yeah. to him. But, no, shout out. We said Carson. Carson was the, uh, the yeah. porta potty guys. You they, know where to go? They, yeah, they yeah. never showed on us. Because we didn't have porta potties there. Everybody's backed up for a few days. Um, yeah, Caesars, Slater Designs, everybody who, who contributed and came out, you know, all the young guys, everybody, thank you so much. Yes, we yeah. are now taking yeah. sponsorship spots Looking for next for sponsors. year. Yeah. The biggest thing that we can go off of now is like we've had such a fun time, you know, this year. What's next year going to bring? Crazy. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. next year's going to bring more and more and more, and this is something we can build off of and have that. Uh, this will be the event I'm looking forward to all year. Well, and I think that, all that the excitement rallies. is why we're talking about doing a Wendover ride because we're we're all still like on this high from the camp out, right? Yeah, like, wanna we want to go again. We want to go again. We want to go again. We don't want to wait till next June. So, like, screw it. Let's just do a, Let's ride. Do a ride. Let's go to Wendover together. Hang out. Have a good time. Oh, and we're feeling it. Uh, like I, we're getting it from all our customers too, or yeah. everyone that came out to that event is, you know, coming What's in. What's next? Proud as hell of their Intermountain mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, you know, dude, that they got some stripes. Is, yeah. <laughs> What's you next? Know, you t- you earned that <laughs> shirt getting in there. You know. So yeah, get ready. Last weekend of September, and then the first weekend of June. 
Mark Last your calendars. Last September, I think it's the 30th, 1st 30th of October. 30th and the 1st of October, yeah. So that September, October. Perfect weather. Be great. Chilling. Yeah, perfect like the last the last time, right? What would you guys like to see next year? Next year, we'd like to try to find kind of a whole campsite or RV park or something that has amenities and try to just take over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's a great idea. Still remote. Yep. Still off the beaten path. My fear is, is that if we do roll into a campsite, there's going to be rules. rules. And rules that would prevent some of the shenanigans that were going on on Saturday night, which I think was part of the weekend. Yeah, and that's something we're we're going to have to to talk about and think about. Like, but I mean, there has to be somewhere, but minimal cops. There's time, or there's places out there that we can make it a take over the whole area and still have just as much fun. Because to be honest, when we were cleaning up. There wasn't a lot of trash just thrown everywhere. You know, everybody picked up after themselves. So we like, made a lot of trash, though. There yeah, was a lot did. of trash. There were so trash. many bags we had to drop There out. was a lot of trash, yes, but it wasn't scattered through. Everybody was Everybody was respectful, it. and that yeah. was, you know, we talked about that a little bit, but if everyone can, did very well. If we continue carrying that on, if we leave a place as we left it with minus a couple of black marks i don't know <laughs> um, so you hear that we take care of the land yeah. we're respectful we yeah. have some fun but if you have some property within 300 miles i'd say between 200 and 300 miles from here hit us up we will rent your property out we would love to you know give back to people who are into no, this out. yes we would love to do that give us a little bit of structure and foundation so let us know lean in there's a lot of pl- cool places in utah and there i know is. people that have uh Land and stuff, but it, is there it anybody might be a muddy road? Is there anybody? I don't know. Oh, it's not. If you have ideas, let us know between all the shops of where you think. Absolutely, yeah. we have some time to plan, and we're going to keep getting together. So, if you have ideas, bring them to the table. I think the first of the year we're going to start getting this hitting this hard to get the camp out, establish where we're at, what needs to be done to help everybody out. I think we're all going to ponder ideas, and then at the beginning of the year. Hit it hard. Do another one. Any companies want to come in and make a... If you can't hear Jordan, you know, he's just piping in a little bit without a mic. But, you know, if anybody has any other ideas... uh, Location. Location. Yeah. uh, Sponsors, you know, ways we can get food, amenities, uh, whatever it is, please, you know, hit any one of us up on, you know, in our shops, give us a call shoot us a DM, whatever. Because if you guys want to go deep and desolate, we will go deep. We love it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? You guys tell us. No, I think, you know, bigger and better next year. Uh, but, you know, between now and the first of the year, we'll try and figure out what that looks like and then, you know, dive into it heavy at first of the year and start making some plans. Absolutely. Dive into it heavy at the first of the year. But I think for now, let's plan on Dover. Yeah. Wendover. All out. sites on Dover. Mark your calendars and come. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, get out and ride. Go yep. support. We got way more local stuff going on than this, too. Support the shops. Yeah, you guys got you know, bike nights. Support, the last, yep. What you Wednesdays? Guys got one last, the fourth, fourth Wednesday, Wednesday of every month. Yep. Um, you know, uh, T- Tucker's got his ride outs. We uh, got ride outs. We got uh, a bike night slash open house dino day thing that'll be happening. I don't even know the date. I think it's in October. 
Yeah. But there's so much stuff going on in the uh, state. So if you need something to do, bike related, so. yeah, we got a come talk to us, and man. a bike show yeah. in two weeks in Bluffdale. The so ninth? if you want to get your, yeah, the ninth, if you want to get your bike into a bike show, um, multiple classes, if you want to be in the swap meet and sell parts or car parts or anything, if you have a business, we'd love to have small businesses involved, having a booth. There's plenty of room. Um, it'll be nine to one. And then from, about 1.30 to 5, we'll go over to Kern's Rec Pool and all hang out and be at a pool with our families and party. I think for that, I think the shop's going to try to, we're going to be in Panguitch that weekend, but I think we're going to try to bounce out and yeah. roll up to... Yeah, so uh, if you're in Panguitch at the rally, hop on with Absolutely. them. But if you got a street glide, I wouldn't worry about entering your bike in the show because I'm taking that bitch home. <laughs> so taking that. No thing. <laughs> taking that. <laughs> but no, I think honestly for, you know, everybody's events that they have going on, show up, show out, you know, whether you come say hi, whether you don't come say hi, just show up, show out. Yeah. Anything, man. Barbary does bike nights. There, there's so many people out there doing cool stuff for this scene. Just show up and and put into it, man. Because there's the there's what's cool. your, your guys' events coming up in September. What date is that? Seventeenth is when we're doing the thrill show. Thrill show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. September seventeenth. There'll be another uh, bike show there. Maybe this year Connor won't take his oil cooler off on the curb or something. Yeah. I don't know. Whoever's trying to get out of town, we're going to the West Coast Jam second week of July. I think you guys are going to Sturgis, some of you guys. Uh, we're going to Four Corners as well. We're going so to Four if you want to have someone to ride with or make plans with, hit any of us up. We got plans going, and you're always welcome. You guys are hitting Four Corners too, right? Yeah. We're going to Four Corners, and I guess I should plug Four Corners. Uh, we're going down. We'll have a booth set up. We're going to do some podcasts out there with cool. some people. Um, we're trying to get uh it you know heavily involved with the guys at four corners it's a great group of people out there putting that on and so we're trying to help them out another really good group of people that we want to help support and support their rally i think kind of an authentic style of rally that hasn't totally blown up yet you know The hotels yeah. know it blown up, so if you got property there too, you want to rent out to me camping a tent. I'm not trying to get a hotel room in Four Corners. Please. Yeah, but Four Corners, uh, we have a race in July, mid July. We have a race in November. Where are these at? Uh, July is in Illinois at Blackhawk Farms, and then we have a huge break. It's a weird kind of schedule. We don't race again until November. Damn. It, July, I think if you're at the 120 anniversary, you're only like an hour away from the race, right? About an hour, hour and a half away from, from Milwaukee. So you'll be race. in Milwaukee, you'll be bored, you'll be done with the museum. Come see yeah. us Ride down to the races and check Milwaukee. it out. Let's go down There's only so much to yeah. see, so come support your locals, you know, go yeah, to the race. We'll be, we'll, this we'll be, weekend, we got the King Rally down in. And we'll be there. Yeah, We're we leaving Saturday to go to the King Rally. If you want to come with. You guys want to go down the King Rally? I know I'm going to be there. I'm trying to... Trying to see get, some jello wrestling, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to get some <laughs> other people to come down, you know. So uh, Tyler's <laughs> coming too. Yeah, yeah. Said on the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about it, Carly. So, yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and then with Four Corners, come to your local shop and get a flyer for it and go see it. It's some of the most phenomenal riding there Best is in riding. the country. Yeah, million dollar highway. Um, Durango Harley Davidson. Yeah, come ride with those um, crazy Hive Crew guys. Watch Hive Crew will be there. Down. I know Cruzy's going to be there. Yeah, Cruzy's DJing down there yeah. for yeah. one night. Yeah. yeah. What's they cool a- is on the west side of the country, that's going to be kind of the most happening, authentic place. Sturgis, you get kind of lost in the shuffle, but Four Corners, you're going to see all of our people and hang out and have a good time. I think the coolest thing about Four Corners, we were there not last year, but the year before. The coolest thing about Four Corners, if you're coming as just a rider, is, is you can make connections and have conversations with shops and brands 
and you're not just lost in the shuffle like you like you, you tend to have at Sturgis yeah. because there's you know mm-hmm. five hundred thousand people. Sure. Like you can have a conversation with a dude in a booth from from Legend Suspension or from Saddleman or from Cruzy Originals or whoever, and, uh, and and it just feels like a you know it's just authentic and the writing's beautiful. It's a really cool rally, so we're excited about it. That's where I think things are going nowadays with. That People want generation of riders. It's yeah. not really the Sturgis thing or the Daytona thing. There's cool things there, but the real stuff happens at these smaller things. Yeah. I think it's fallen back in time where people really want to make a connection mm-hmm. versus just show yep. up. They really want to connect with And be a number. People. And that's yep. what you are in Sturgis is you're just – you're just a bike in line of just a you know a hundred thousand bikes, yeah. but you also see so much of this like hill climbing, flat track, and oh, bagger racing. You know, I feel like uh, our generation's trying to get rowdy on these yeah, things and do sure. the yeah. things that yeah, not you, we shouldn't around, be doing dude. on them. You know, bring, yeah. it, bring it back yeah. to the old days. You know, exactly. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've never been to an event that you do uh, ro- uh, rodeo. And it's in a dirt field or grass or whatever the case is. Every time I've done one, it's always been on pavement, asphalt, whatever. I've never been in that place, you know? So I think that's starting to, like, trickle back down. Yeah, rolling in with your camp shit, your bedroll. We got got Red Lodge coming up, too. They do it in rodeo grounds. There's bags flying off, seats flying off. <laughs> I've heard Red Lodge, Virginia Red City, Lodge. too. I don't know if they're doing things anymore, but they do a bull ride out there. That you can just sign up and ride oh, a bull yeah. right oh, after yeah, the chopper show. Some rowdy shit. Lodge, you know. I heard rumor, and I don't know if I should say it or not, but uh, at Four Corners that on Sunday, Mark from Rusty Butcher might be doing a rodeo, an actual legit rodeo, no not ro- not bike rodeo, just a rodeo. Like jump on a bull and ride a bull. Oh hell yeah! Damn. I'm so hell down. Yeah. Dude, I am so down. I'm I rode getting on one. Back in the day, man. I'm like five percent cowboy, dog. <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about that. <laughs> hey man. No, I grew up in all that. But on King's Rally this weekend, we're leaving about nine or ten from. Yeah, Salt I mean, Lake County somewhere, and then we're gonna two lane it all the way down. Stay for the night, hang out, lean in Sunday morning, two lane it a different way all the way home. And there will probably be a group. We'll probably be leading a group Saturday evening down there too, like four or five o'clock. So Ooh, we are. Are we? Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's got an evening group rolling down the cigarette. We're stepping like, up so. a notch. Bridger might be uh, leading a ride down there, is what I heard. You so. let him know. <laughs> no, come honestly, out. It's, so, it's fun. Cigarette's yeah. like, what, two and a half hours away? Yeah, I mean, if We're going to be low, straight. Like, you know, two lane, real mellow. You're going to be able to experience some cool shit on this ride, and it's one night. You'll probably help me on the side of the road. Hey, Everything will be good. Bring some plug kits. No, I'm, that'll be sorted. On the way here, I <laughs> lost my tire plug, so we're going to sort that out right after this. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if I'm willing to say this or not, but you don't even need a tent this weekend. I'm not taking one. Ooh. Nope. I checked the weather. No rain gear, no tent. Remember the oh, light? Remember in Moab? I ain't going now. No. It's, it's going to be <laughs> Hold on. Up. Back in the day when Tyler and Bryce and I really oh, caught yeah. this bug, was on the side of the road in Moab in the dark when we stole a campsite. And we did not tent no it. Tents. We just bedrolled bed it underneath the stars. Three and bottles of moonshine. Yeah, Bryce was hanging from <laughs> wood. We got Ooh. yelled at for cutting down live trees. I think we got to get Tony on more of these events, dog. We yeah. Oh, Tony's covered. He's in it. <laughs> You're in this Don't bring a tent. Just come down ready to roll. As little as you can take, I'll be impressed. No rain. 
I got no saddlebags, no nothing on that. <laughs> I right. only have one bike that runs right now. Scott's <laughs> going. Scott's got a van. That's cheating, though, isn't that's it? That's cheating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cheating. Well, got to work for backpack. I'll take your tent. I'll put it on my bike for <laughs> you. We're not taking tents. Boys? I'm taking my fucking tent, dude. <laughs> I may not. Well, if you want to come down and be a real man in a bedroll, you can sleep by me. You don't want to glamp Snuggle like up. Bryce. <laughs> Hate to tell you, I ain't got room in my tent. <laughs> but yeah, for anybody that's going to be listening to this, thank you for coming, and I hope you come next year. Yeah, don't miss the camp out next year. I won't. Don't miss it, Scott. No, I will. I'll be there. Buy a shirt, yep. Yep, buy a shirt, buy the trophy. Left. Scott and his boss will be there next year. It'll be such a cool time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah probably not. Well, I'll be there. I'll be we, there. We Come need, on. We need to get we Bill. we got to get Bill out there. we oh. got to get But if we get Bill out there, there has to be a hotel near. Yep. Just have the Law Tigers helicopter come in and just yep. land Bill. <laughs> just, just for a little appearance and he'll just fly up. out. Yeah, <laughs> Might as well. But talking about Law Tigers, I don't know if a lot of our younger generation is kind of familiar with that. If you have any sort of issue on a bike or in terms of a wreck or collision or any sort of thing that involves that, you know, go get treatment and then call Law Tigers. You 100%. want you want them, you know, as your advocacy on this side of things. So A lot of people don't know the laws and the regulations. You know, they're all different. The insurance companies aren't made to pay out. We make them pay out. Yeah, they've, 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 this isn't their first rodeo. Literally, they do this all the time. So you want someone in your corner that, that's fighting your fight and there's nobody better. And there's no one else in the whole industry that does more for us as riders than Law Tigers does. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can attest to that. Law Way Tigers more than the motor company does. Pumps a ton of time, money, you know, volunteer Effort. work, all of it, you know, back into the riding community. And, you know, and all they're doing is helping when you get in an accident is making sure that you're getting taken care of. So it's really win-win for us as riders to have them in our community. And, and they've been huge for me. They've supported my shop. They've supported my racing efforts. I mean, they're huge. And we've seen it working in the dealers, working in the shops, people that come in and don't take this route and people that do. It's night and day difference. Absolutely. How they come out on the other side, how they're feeling, how, you know, mentally, physically, everything. Financially, you want to have someone in your corner. Mm-hmm. Lot Tiger is somebody that's helped me, helped a lot of our my customers and mm-hmm. uh, taken very – I've never heard one bad thing about – Law Tigers helping somebody. Never. And there's Never other people happened. out there in the industry, but they are not doing this. They're not living this, breathing this, just like we are. Law Tigers is the only way to go, and Scott's the only dude around here. That I know there's people that with. say that they're riders. I mean, Scott rode in today. Yeah. yeah. So Look at Scott's I mean, bike out yeah, there. You know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Law Tigers rode in today. I, you, know, you don't see that at other events. You don't see that happening. You don't see that on a podcast. I mean, you don't see any of that stuff happening. They are behind the scenes taking care of riders. Well, I love you guys. I love our community, and I love the people we ride with. And it's a, it's a complete honor to take care of them. When, when they're down, we, we scoop in, we take care of them, and it always comes out on the plus. I like doing business with people that I know, and you know Scott's around. You see him at events. He's our friend. You know? It's hard so, to miss him. It's not, you know, when you have something happen, you go to Scott as your friend. And there's no one else in any other, you know, sort of company like that that I even know their name or have ever seen their face or trust them with anything like with like Scott. So 
No, I appreciate that. It, I love our community and I'm very passionate about motorcycles and our shops and, and, and when people get hurt, it's, it's a complete honor to pick somebody up when they're down. It's huge. I think it's huge. So I mean, thanks. Thanks to Law Tigers. Absolutely. And I think Law Tigers does more than just uh, accidents and everything like that. I know Scott has a full tank of fuel in his van when he's driving around every day from this end of the valley to the other. You know, if he sees somebody broke down, he's going to stop mm -hmm. or he's going to try to help. He can get their bike to the next place that they can get a fix at or whatever the case is. So if you run out of fuel, well, you better hope you got a lot of tigers van behind you because I know he has fuel in there. <laughs> More you know people I mean? should be doing so. that too. And I just bought a cool air pump from Tony. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. So, yeah. I got portable air. Yeah. Yes. And if you're rolling with Hoggis, shout out Lot Tigers again because they just supplied Hoggis with you know the roadside pump. So we've got you too on you're this side. You're gonna need that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's gonna get us home tonight, boys. We're just gonna leave that plug hooked up. <laughs> cool. All right, should we wrap it up? Yep. I Thank you, so. everybody. Wendover. Yeah, thanks, you Thank guys. Wendover. September Wendover. 30th. Yep. Dressed to the nines. You guys better tuxedo, bring out baby. Your tuxes. Tuxedo. If you need tuxedo. to have them, if you need to put them in Scott's van or whatever, yep. we'll have a whole, we'll have yeah, a whole row for all the suits. <laughs> Hundred bucks for anybody that wears a purple tuxedo to the. Damn, here it goes again. No, I'm not playing though. I'm renting a tux, so you guys I, better yeah, come <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Purple dog, yeah. purple. I don't want to see you walking through the casino looking like a biker and any sort of shit like that. You come and looking like a. Like a pimp. Nice pimp. <laughs> <laughs> like a pimpy suit. Yes. Yeah. You can bring your cane or what? She. Maybe. Oh, you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear an orange know. tux if someone wears a blue tux. And we'll get oh, yes. Dumb, dumb. Yes, sir. Perry and Lloyd. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> I got a prize for best dressed in Dover, too. There we go. All right. I it's on. I prize last time. Tyler's up this time. No, dude. I ain't giving no prizes. <laughs> come out. You're going to want to come out, dog. I come out foot. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Support Blackline. Support Tucker Speed. Support Hoggish. Just more to support 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 support